Bengals Colts battle of the backups. Bengals still alive for a playoff seed. We're going to preview the game, talk about the keys to victory, and see just how these two teams match up against each other. Coming up next on Blue Collar Bengals. on this lovely, lovely Thursday evening. Uh, we get to preview a game, um, an interesting game, uh, because it's a, like Drew Saddle of the backups, our very own beloved Jake Browning taking on a, uh, a likable guy in Gardner Minshew and the Colts. What are your thoughts on today? How you doing, man? So it's tough for me. To root against Gardner Minshew, because I really, really like that guy. I think Gardner yeah. Minshew's pretty freaking cool. Um, he broke his own hand in college um, in order to get another year of eligibility. So he's a he's a gamer, clearly. Yeah. Uh, guy loves ball. Uh, I rooted for him pretty hard when he was in Jacksonville, but he's uh, he's what we call an op today, so, yeah. this week. So um, I hope Sam Hubbard drives him into the turf for four hours. I agree. Three hours. Um, fun guy, uh, but it's time to uh, time for him to feel the wrath of Cincinnati. Uh, back in Paycor Stadium, which is nice after a uh, heck of an outing down in Jacksonville, which we covered. Um, what I mean, what, what's the what's the feeling you've got? I mean, outside of obviously the quarterback situation, everything going on. Uh, with the guys coming home off of such a uh, just, I, I would call it almost prolific win uh, because we weren't supposed to, according to everybody and their mother. So how do you feel that translates coming back home? I feel like I don't have my shit set up the way I should. Um, you boozing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Hell yeah. Functioning alcoholic. Uh, I got the old Baja Blast. No free ads. <laughs> okay. Um, I, the, the Colts are a good team. Now they've been playing most of the year without their starting quarterback. So it's a little bit different, uh, than the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals are coming up on a month now since they've known Burrow was out. So Browning's been the guy he's been getting the snaps with the ones in practice, but, um, the Colts have, have, have been without Anthony Richardson for most of the year. And they're still in the they're I think they would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. So they're a damn good team. Uh, Shane Steichen and the boys got something brewing out there. Uh, they're playing hell, you know, they're playing a hell of a season for all the stuff that they've been through. But I, I, I tend to feel like this is a game that they drop and I'm, I'm not expecting 354 yards out of Jake Browning again. I'm not expecting, you know, 150 out of Jamar Chase again. But when Jamar Chase is targeted 10 times or more, the Bengals are 5-0 and this year, and that's regardless of the quarterback because Browning just did it Monday night. So I am much more confident going into this game than I was going into Jacksonville last week. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to go put up 34 points again, but I think that the Colts' offense is, is a little bit more evenly matched with the Bengals' than the Jags offense is. So that's where I, I feel a little bit more confident. If I had to put a percentage on it, I, I'm, I'm probably still at a coin flip. It's a 50-50 on who's going to win, but 
I, I feel better than last week. So that's a, that's a step up, right? So last week's games score sort of an enigma, like kind of like, are you kidding me? We're tied. Oh, we're this close. It's, it's touchdown, touchdown. It, it felt like uh, the last team with the ball was going to win. I, yeah. I almost, maybe not 30 points, but I almost would take that style of game and would have thought it would have happened this weekend. You know what I mean? Both teams dealing with the backup quarterback. Defense is doing what they're doing. Uh, I, I almost would have thought this game would have been score, score, or, God, it could be a shit show, and it could have been three and out, three and out, field goal, field goal. Like, I, I feel like this is going to be a close one. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely got a close game feel. And Serbo is popping off in the chat here, and he says that Gardner Minshew needs some hamburger wagon and Ron's pizza, but I don't think Serboy understands those are delicious Miamisburg delicacies. Those are good things. We don't want good things happening for Gardner Minshew this week. Yeah, we gotta. We still gotta do the BCB live hamburger wagon. Dog, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's gonna change your life. We'll do it. We'll. Uh, is that called a vlog? Will Will we vlog it? Is that what it's called? We'll do that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> It's a vlog. Yes, 100%. So looking at this matchup, it's a good time to introduce a new segment that we're going to be doing. And honestly, it's probably one that we should have been doing the whole time, but you guys know how smart we are. Um, So we're going to do a matchup breakdown, similar to our box score breakdown on our game recap shows. On our game preview shows, we're just going to see where some of the teams stack up a little bit. Um. I just got a text that said I cussed too much in the first five minutes, but it'd be like that. Um, <clears throat> it's called the the matchup breakdown, and it's presented by Hooday.com, W-H-O-D-A-I.com. All Bengals content, every podcast that you can think of relating to the Bengals is on there. You can listen to it from your browser. You can ask AI to get you real-time on-demand stats. So let's look at how the offenses match up. And with this great graphic made by Hooday, um, I made one myself earlier and it looked like shit. So I reached out to Kyle and 20 minutes later, bam, awesome graphics. So looking at the numbers, um, Bengals average 20.5 points per game. Colts get the edge at 25 points per game. Passing yards per game, 225.8. Um, the Colts, 226.7. So they, they beat us by a little bit there. And then rushing, that's probably the biggest difference I think you're going to find. yards per game for the Bengals and 115.8 for the Colts. So the Bengals have had some trouble stopping the run. The Colts are really good at running the ball. So when you look at the two offenses, Jacksonville gets, or Jacksonville, fuck Jacksonville. Um, Indianapolis gets the edge on all three (coughs) categories. So it's going to be a task for the Bengals defense to kind of slow them down. Yeah, it it could be. Um, I, the, the rushing, uh, statistic there I hate um, but I think if, if we can take what we did last week and bring it into this week and get that that average up for uh, rushing yards per game uh, that's a path to victory man we saw how we were able to run and then pass run run then pass I mean I think we keep that momentum going dude absolutely you it, it just seems like the key to the key to the Bengals winning this year is targeting Jamar Chase ten times and a, a, a strong performance from the running game. Now it doesn't have to be Joe Mixon like we've talked about. Chase Brown, sixty three yards I think last week, um, really a 
breath of fresh air in the running back room as we're looking to get something out of somebody in the running game. So we actually got it out of Mixon and Brown last week. So I'm looking for him to get probably the same amount, if not even more snaps. Yeah. Now, Frav Films, great comment here because this is a point I was going to make at some point in the show. Those numbers don't account for the level of defenses that the teams have played. The Bengals have had way tougher sledding. The Colts have played a much weaker schedule than the Bengals. So that is a very, very good point. Yes. And I was, that was, he took the words out of my mouth. The next thing I was going to say is when you look at something like a strength of schedule, uh, I mean, due to our success, the NFL likes to match us up with some juggernauts. Uh, and also the AFC North is a murderer's row. I mean, our division is a fist fight due to the. Yeah, I mean, uh, I you, mean, it, it is. Go ahead. Am I freezing up for you? Because you just froze up for me bad. I'm not freezing up. You're not. Did freezing. I give Spectrum props too early? Because I'll be pissed if I did. Am I frozen? Um, now? No, you're good. You're back. You're back. It, okay. All right. I was talking over you. You were locked up for a minute. Um, but you're absolutely right. When it comes to the division, it it's a bloodbath, and we're playing a. Uh, we're playing a first place schedule too, because we won the AFC North last year. So you get, you get all the best teams from last year and their division. So you're playing, you know, three, three teams from the AFC South this year, and you're going to get, you know, you get the Texans who are better than expected. The Jags who are better than expected. You get the Colts now who are better than expected. So the AFC South is pretty similar. It's a tight division, but the Colts did play a much weaker schedule. So the numbers don't necessarily show that. So that is a good point. And that's why, I like stats, but I don't live and die by stats because each number can tell a different story or be manipulated a different way. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we were we were beating teams like the 49ers uh, and uh, the Colts. Quite simply, their last two games, three games: Titans, okay, Bucks, <laughs> Patriots, <laughs> Panthers, <laughs> Saints, eh, Browns. Okay, we get it. Jags, all right. Titans, Rams. And I could go on, but I mean, when you got a, a stretch of games that are Panthers mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, Patriots, I, I think God left New England because I don't know what the hell's going on down there. And then the Bucks, you know, and we're and we're playing games like the Niners. It, it, like your your averages are going to be down. So yeah, and uh, Wedge Gordon uh, makes a good comment. There's he said there's more uh, common opponents than he give them credit for. They did beat the Ravens. Uh, they do play the Texans twice, which is a tough uh, a tough team. He said he hasn't done more leg work, but that's on top. So yeah, they do have some common opponents. Uh, Gardner Minshew did go into Baltimore and beat the Ravens in their house. Um, so that's something you got to account for. This is definitely not a team that you take lightly, especially when the Bengals are, you know, without their franchise quarterback. So um, it is. I mean, it's. It's a battle of two teams that are in the playoff hunt. That's why it says on the ticker down there, we're not dead yet because we're not. So you just got to keep scrapping. So I think it's going to be a more fun game than maybe we would have thought two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be punch for punch, kick for kick, score for score. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's really like, I don't have anything against the Colts. I don't hate the Colts. They're very close in proximity to us. Uh, if the divisions were realigned tomorrow, they would probably get stuck in our division. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't have any beef with them. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to some good football Sunday. 
Yeah, I don't have any beef with Colts. Uh, no real beef with Colts fans on the internet because, you know, the fans get loud. Um, I always said that if the Bengals were they, – they ceased to exist. They did Not they moved or just poof, they're gone for some reason. After I was done, like, crying and, like, talking myself out of, like, jumping off a bridge and shit, I figured I'd probably, I'd probably just be a Colts fan. Yeah. You know, cause like you, you don't want to, you don't want to root for the Browns if you don't have to, uh, you can get to Indianapolis in about two hours. Um, so yeah, I don't got any beef with the Colts. I did go to the Bengals Colts playoff game. I think it was 2014, 15. Um, and I will say the Colts are the, the yuppiest fan base I've ever seen. Um, just like, look like just insurance adjusters as far as the eye could see. Um, not 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 much of the Ohio grit. Lots of jerseys tucked into jeans in that stadium. Um, I did have one guy threaten to um, piss on me in the bathroom during that game, though. So he was a little wild. That's what do you do at that at that point? You can't. I mean, you you just gotta just okay. I'm gonna walk away with the threat of piss. I, I I think I was just like, yeah, dude, like, I, I guess you could, but like, I'm going to punch you or something. As a fact, I, I said something, bit, but luckily I was not pissed on. Um, I, I remained dry. Um, so yeah, great stadium, like going out there. I uh, went to the big 10 championship game there. Not this past one, but the one before that. So yeah, not, no hate for Indy. Um, you know, they, uh, my, my favorite sports program, Pat McAfee show, shout out They're run out of Indianapolis. So uh, yeah, lots of good stuff in Indy. Um, but I hope we beat the dog shit out of them on Sunday. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The the offensive breakdown is great. Uh, we, we've talked it. Uh, very similar situations. Um, Want to get into the defense? I assume you have a graphic for the defense, just like you did for the offense. If you want to pop that one up, and we can talk it. Yeah, my child is screaming and um, sounds like maybe bashing her head into something. Um, so we got that going on in there. Perfect. But we do have the defensive breakdown. Um, Things have seemed to have calmed down for the moment. Um, so we have the defensive breakdown here. Um, scoring. Bengals give up less points. Now you'll see this is the only category where they're ranked ahead of the Colts, but they give up 22.8 points per game versus the Colts 24.7. So we get a win there. Um, the Bengals give up more passing yardage than the Colts at 254.3, the Colts at 221.1, and the Bengals give up slightly more rushing yards than the Colts at 133.9. The Colts give up just a little bit less at 133.3. So that's the matchup I start looking at. Okay, we want the Bengals to get the, the run game going. Colts are bad at defending the run. Bengals are also bad at defending the run, so you got to watch out for a Jonathan Taylor, a Zach Moss, but... That's where I see these stats break down, and I'm like, okay, that's somewhere where maybe the Bengals could get something going. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I 100% agree. Uh, they've got the Colts on defense have got some questionable guys here. Uh, I, I'm looking at Buckner. Uh, I, I'm looking at a few uh, that could be out against us. I know they just had a, a player, a, a pass rusher, suspended for like six games. Uh, so maybe there's some realignment they're going to have to do that's going to allow our offense to to move and, and do the things they got to do. Uh, we we once again are going to be sans uh, Cam Taylor Britt, uh, which sucks. Uh, but uh, these these young guys got to step up. Uh, Turner can have another show out, and uh, I, I I'm super pumped uh, for battle uh, because uh, the uh, the home 
introduction that they do is going to be the defense uh, this game. And uh, this is going to be his first time being introduced as a starter. So hopefully that can uh, improve his ability to get out there and lay the wood like he has the past couple games. So we got defense defenders that are going to step up. And uh, I, I just I got a feeling that this is a game that we see more than a few sacks. So, yeah, I hope so because um, I think that that's something the Bengals defense has been missing as of late is is actually getting home on the pass rush. It was better against Jacksonville, so I'm hoping to see that continue. Um, Fred Films says the run game for sure will dictate the winner on Sunday, and I tend to agree. Um, I think that. It's just going to come down to maybe a ball control type game. Um, yeah, so that could yeah. be it. Taylor's ben, a friend Ben. Defense missing its identity. Yeah, I, I agree. It's tough. He's the leader of the defense these days. There's no there's no if ands, or buts. Uh, which, and, and that's crazy to say because, like, Logan Wilson is a leader on the defense. Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, they're all leaders on the defense. But Cam Taylor Britt being so young – being such a prolific leader on the defense is crazy. But the, back to the, to the run game comment, you're right. I mean, I, and I think Taylor's got a hand or a thumb issue going on too, uh, running back-wise. So, like, who? I mean, who knows Who knows how something like that affects the ability to carry the ball? You know what I mean? Maybe Trey can strip it. Uh, somebody like Wayne Pratt can come punch it out again, dude. I, I would love to see that. GP's always hunting for a strip. There's times where it seems like maybe he's missing a tackle because he's going for a strip, and that is uh, something that good friend of the program, Mark Fetter, said seems like a lot of missed tackles this year, and that is something that you cannot have against the Indianapolis Colts because they have very, very talented running backs. You get a hand on Jonathan Taylor, you got to bring him to the ground or at least hold him until your backup gets there. Yep, 100%. Um, Gang Another good one from Ben. Get a turnover this weekend and give the defense the confidence. I think that that would help too. Turnovers always kind of get the vibes up, you know, get the juice flowing a little bit more. And Man, without Cam Taylor, bring the juice. I know. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it would be it would be really cool uh, for one of these young guys to go in there and get a, an interception uh, or or some kind of punch out fumble recovery. I just I want to see all these young defenders succeed, and I mean they're showing us that they've got. The ability to game. So, yeah, Turner coming down with a pick, a lot. Would be awesome. Would be awesome. I don't know if uh, the full videos come out, but the the preview of DJ Turner's mic'd up is awesome. I don't know if you guys have caught that, but he's like talking to Mike Hilton. He's like, I'm mic'd up. I forgot. I was talking crazy. I'm on one. And then there's like a, a clip that came out of him like hitting Calvin Ridley really hard on the sideline. He's like, get your ass up, boy. <laughs> like, oh, dude, this one's going to be great. I love that, dude. Yeah, dude, these guys are hungry, man. They're young. They realize they're on a good team, and they want to be a part of it. It's going to be – that's probably my biggest thing that I'm looking forward to watching the rest of this weird-ass season. You know, with Burrow being out, it takes a lot of the juice out. But, like, watching these young defensive backs grow in their role and get the rookie mistakes kind of out of the way, stuff that they can learn from and just – just the potential in that defensive back room is so high. And I'm really, really excited just to, if nothing else, watch it grow and watch those guys get more reps. Yeah, I totally agree. I, and I think, I think this is a game where you can grab interceptions. I mean, Minshew's got, he's got seven interceptions. Uh, I mean, I think we can get one out of him. It's just, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not like he's 
fucking Josh Allen chucking the ball to the other team every other play. But, uh, I mean, Minshew's a guy you can get a pick on. You know what I mean? He's a journeyman uh, backup guy who steps in when someone goes down. So maybe Turner grabs one. Maybe Battle grabs one. You know what I mean? It would, it would be so badass. Be great for the program too, because we've been we've been preaching the Jordan Battle gospel all year. I've been preaching the DJ Turner gospel since like the moment he was picked. So it'd be good for some of those things to come to fruition and see those guys get in the game. Not only to confirm the narratives that we've been pushing, but for the defense and for their confidence as well. So I think that that would be absolutely awesome to see. Uh, Mark Fetter says we need better linebacker play, and we do in a game like this. Um, there's 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 been moments this year where it's like, hey. Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, best two linebackers in the game, best duo in the game type shit. And there's been other games where it's like, eh, Pratt seems like he's a step slow. What's going on? So um, in a game like this where I think it's going to come down to the running game and to, you know, just the physicality of it, I need Logan Wilson fucking smacking people around, just blowing them up. I want to piss off another fan base because they're too soft to watch Logan Wilson hit somebody. That's the kind of game that I want to see. Oh yeah, Pratt. Where where there hasn't been like the huge splash plays, like uh, Logan Wilson continually just intercepting people, leading it, leading linebackers interceptions and stuff like that. But at, like every time we do our box score breakdown, uh, guys like Pratt are at the top of the tackle list. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like he's not making huge splashes, minus obviously the fucking punch out and fumble recovery, which was so sick. Um, but uh, he's always in on the tackle. He's got a nose for the football. So if he can keep, if he can maintain that, dude, that'd be that's money. Fucking GP money, Pratt. You know what I mean? So I believe the saying was last year, money on the floor. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's still the case because that was kind of a Jesse Bates thing. Um, but that's that's kind of what it's got to be. And you you find a way to, I mean, you find a way to knock this team off. You get to six and seven. You look at teams like the Broncos, who kind of have come up to a six and six. They're in the race. Uh, the Jets are probably going to be eliminated soon. Um, there's a, there's a rooting guide that I actually wrote um, for Cincy Jungle that's going to come out on a weekly basis on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, what team you should root for in all the other games across the NFL to help the Bengals' playoff chances? Like we want the Jags to beat Cleveland this weekend because the Jags are going to win that division. They're going to occupy a playoff spot as it is. So let's, let's give Cleveland an AFC loss, get them kind of out of the way, pick up an AFC win against the Colts. You're in better shape. So there's a lot of stuff that you're going to have to keep your eye on this year. As you try to navigate all the scenarios that could land the Bengals in the postseason. So um, I'll be posting those on my Twitter and stuff like that. If it, if it helps you guys uh, to, it kind of makes it a little bit easier. So yeah, man, it's 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 a big, big weekend because I'm not ever gonna say lay down and tank when you have a shot to get in the postseason. Because guess what? It's a complete victory if the Bengals somehow sneak into the first round and just win the wild card game. Like that's a win on the season at this point with how everything else is going. Yeah, could you? I mean, could you imagine that, dude? Backup Jake Browning leading us to the wild card. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. I didn't know you were writing that rooting guide. That's pretty cool. Is that something that you are you just going to publish that with Cincy Jungle, or is that do you own that and you're going to put it on your Twitter? So I write it for Cincy Jungle, and then I I retweet it and just share the article from there because uh, I uh, I am employed by them to an extent, like a, a contractor type deal. 
Um, so I, I write it on their site. It goes to their website, but I post the link um, when the article gets published after the editors look up. The people that are smarter than me look over yeah. it and see where I fucked up. Okay. All right. Cool. No, I'll take a look at that. Cause like I, I'll watch like red zone and I'm like, shit, who do I want to win here? That'd be nice to have that in front of me. So that's pretty cool. So look out for that guys. Look out for Drew's rooting guy. That's neat. Um, I, dude, I just, I, we do this Thursday show and like all day I'm at work and I'm kind of not thinking about the team, but I am, but, and then we do the show and then I just get so fucking excited for the game. Like I just have like a surge of energy. Uh, are you, I can't go still. Uh, I'm still on crutches and it'd be not wise to go. Are you going to be down there Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout out to uh, my friends at Bet Jack um, hooking me up with tickets all year. So I will be down there. I don't know exactly where I'm sitting yet. The tickets haven't come through, but I will be somewhere in there. Um, and I'll be, I might have to wear the Logan Wilson jersey again because I'm going to need a big game out of Logan Wilson. Um, so yeah, I will be down there. Um, do all the tailgate stuff early, hang out, holler at my boy Bengal Jim, holler at my people in Longworth, sloop through lot one where some people don't like me anymore, um, and have a good old time and then go watch a football game. And hopefully um, I'm talking shit on Twitter on the way home after a win and I'm tweeting and driving, which is dangerous, kids. Don't do it. Yeah. Does this still work? I'm trying to get those fireworks to work. I guess they <laughs> fireworks are the... No, that's good. That's I love that you're down there, dude. Uh, and you know I'd be down there if I could. Uh, so if I mean, if you guys see Drew down there, he's he loves talking to people. He's going to talk to you, and uh, you're going to end up on our stupid YouTube page. Uh, which, by the way, I'm saying, but uh, read all the junk up above our heads. Like, subscribe. Uh, I think we're at like 538 after doing this for you know a couple months now. Uh, uh, we're both proud of what we built, uh, but uh, we would love to see it grow. So. If you are live watching, you're probably already liked and subscribed. But if you're watching this back uh, and you uh, feel like we're entertaining, go ahead and like and subscribe, man. Yeah, and like like the stream um, if you're watching now, and uh, don't don't be afraid to copy the link and text to somebody that you hate and uh, make them forced to watch this. Um, but Wedge Gordon, he's he's making the sacrifice for the fans. He's doing what's right. All right. He says he needs to slam the money line of the team we want to lose. That will guarantee that they do. He'll oh, do wow. his part. It's the gambling curse that sometimes does seem to work. So he said he's happy to do it. He may ask for donations after, but if that's, that's how it. we got to do it, that's how we got to do it, baby. That's a good soldier there. Just sacrificing his family's income so that the season can continue on. Wedge Gordon, you're a hero. Remember the uh, old uh, was it Budweiser commercials? Real men of genius. Yeah, that's that's him. Yes, that's great. See, yeah. I mean, you get to hear me sing. How could you not want to tune into this? Exactly. I have a, exactly. They, they say my voice sounds like a mixture of Fergie and Jesus. Good movie. Good movie quote. Like the stream if you love the Bengals, says Ben, our friend in Nebraska. That's true. You either like the stream if you... Love the Bengals, or you ignore it if you hate them and want them to lose for the next 10 yeah, years. Or, That's how it works. Or if you hate us, keep watching us anyway. You know, all all press is good press. So suck it. Keep watching if you hate us. 
That's true. That's what I said when I heard, uh, or there were uh, somebody was name dropping me on uh, Cincinnati sports radio. And I was like, Hey, that could go either way. I need to find out if he said something good or something bad. You know apparently that? it was good. what he said? Uh, apparently he just, uh, he just uh, pulled a stat from my Twitter that he was using to talk about. So it wasn't, he wasn't like directly talking about me. He was like, I just have this stat that Drew Garrison posted. But I was like, he either was like saying something cool or he's like, hey, that guy on Twitter, Drew's a fat dumbass. It's like, you know, it's one or the other. Yes. I, I got, so when I was mentioned on the show, uh, we have we have reconciled, but it, it was Austin Elmore. Uh, I said something about the shoes. They, they talked about my comment. Uh, they, I, got a name, I got called a name. It pissed me off. I messaged him, but we ended up, after our little cat fight, we're, we're amicable now. Uh, but it did hurt my heart to hear Tony Pike talk to me about that, uh, just because UC, University of Cincinnati legend. So uh, that sucked. But glad that yeah, I, this was just a stat read. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Tony that pulled the stat. I'm pretty sure that uh, Austin Elmore doesn't like me, though. I'm pretty confident in that. I don't know. I, and I that's don't know. I, That's cool. I – I've made up with them. I, I enjoy, I enjoy stuff. Uh, they do this professionally. Good at it. Um, they probably don't watch our show, but uh, that's Never okay. Never Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're welcome. They're, they're all welcome to watch. Yeah, hell, come on. Tell me why you don't like me. I don't know that he doesn't. I just get the feeling that he doesn't. You know, you can kind of feel that out sometimes. But, hey, it is what it is, baby. You either love me or hate me. There's not many people that are in the uh, gray area in between, so. I know that's that, baby. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. I know that a lot of people follow me because of the Bengals, and they love the stupid outfit. And then they find out, oh, he's a veteran. And then they find out, like, I'm a gun guy and all this shit. And I've, I've got like body, like body armor and guns everywhere. They're like, oh, that guy's not for me. I think I'll go. <laughs> people, I, I've, I've had a. It happened a little bit last year, but it's been a lot more severe this year. I've had a lot of people go ahead and hit the old unfollow button when I uh, get to talking shit about Michigan or shitting on Ohio State. Yeah. You, well, you are like a crazy animal when you start talking about Michigan and Ohio State. I'm glad we brought this up because check this out. You might have seen it on my Twitter. Unbelievable. Our friends, the That's Cincy Hat. Official Cincy yeah. Hat. Dollar Bengals show. We sport them every show. Uh, might as well shout them out before you show this. Um, what I would call a piece of garbage you're about to hold up. Well, I wouldn't. Some would. Uh, but uh, go visit Cincy Hat. Uh, buy a hat. Buy a clothing. Buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Whatever you want to do. That all goes to the village of Marichi uh, and helps adults with disabilities. Now, put this, this beautiful hat you have. Hold it up to the screen here. So I got the you know the original Bengals colorway. You got the FC Cincinnati on. They dropped me a maize and blue Cincy hat. Look at that. Michigan colors, but I still get to rep Cincy. Got the American flag on the side. It's just, it's gorgeous. It, it actually so I, I get an email. I get an email that says new order from the Cincy hat. I'm like, I didn't buy anything. It's weird. And I look, it says Drew G special. So I sent Matt a message. I'm like, hey, what is this? He's like, you're just going to have to wait and see. Box shows up today. I open up maize and blue Cincy hat. 
I got so many of these damn things. I don't have to buy any other hat ever. I've got Cincy hats that go with every color combination in the world. It's incredible. Yeah, no, and I, I I'm joking around because I'm I'm a UC guy. I truly don't give a shit. But a lot of people uh, look at that and say it's a piece of garbage. But that that's a pretty cool gesture. Um, the the maize and blue hat. Okay, Cincy hat. I love you. You see, I, I love you, Cincy hat. How about a uh, Bangalorean special with that red and black one, and I could rep my college. Uh, I'll probably just buy it, but thank you. Uh, yeah, dude, that was an incredible gesture by them, dude. <laughs> So cool. So cool, man. I mean, they did not have to do that for me. They have been super cool. I was lucky enough to be able to uh, interview Ted uh, when the hats first came out. And Matt always said I was kind of the first one to uh, to break the story or whatever. So they they're all they've always been very, very cool to me. But I did not deserve that. I was pleasantly shocked when I opened that box. It was really, really cool. Uh, we've got a fuck yourself. Drew Garrison comment. Oh, um, love to see that. Oh, it's Zach. No, it's Zach Lewis. He's a good. He's a good guy. He's uh-huh. fucking with me. Oh, there it is. It, there's a follow up. Joking bro shows great. All right, he's a Cowboys fan and a Buckeyes fan. So you know we butt heads. I, I uh, good guy. I'd like to get big enough to where we have those in the comments. I would be fun to pop those up. Um, and oh yeah, like people that are actually like shitting on us. That'd be great. Well, you do. You do a lot of times. Uh, you read mean tweets, don't you? Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, man. But yeah, I did that a lot at the beginning of the season. And I, th- I had a lot of fun with that. You know, just find the shittiest, nastiest thing people say to me on Twitter and just put a little video together and share them with the world. Um, I haven't done that lately. I'll, I'll quote tweet them and like make fun of the person or something like that a lot. But I haven't done the old sit down uh, video lately. But yeah, I have, I have a lot of fun. I get disappointed. Like the Colts fans, you know, I don't have any beef with Colts fans. So like, Who's going to call me a fat fucking loser this week? Like, it's not going to feel right. Just just start. Just start shit. Just you be the guy that, <laughs> you know, and then we're good. I, there's Baltimore fans that have notifications on for my tweets, bar none. Everything I say, I'd be like, oh, man, I had pizza for dinner. It was good. Like, yeah, I bet you did have pizza, you fat fuck. Joe Burrow sucks. The fucking Ravens own him. I'm like, God damn, chill out. Oh. Shitty Lamar Jackson profile picture. Guy. I I got into it with the owner of Jimmy Seafood, and he ended up. I did too. Uh, he blocked me. Spineless coward. Uh, I so we were going back and forth. Uh, it was like it was like talking with a eighth grade bully who didn't know how to use words. <laughs> like it was unbelievable. Uh, and I was half the time just pretty much throwing what he was saying right back into his face because it was just so idiotic. Uh, and then I, this was not my fault, but his Google reviews or whatever got like review bomb because of our. <laughs> yes, there were there were like people saying, like, I got food poisoning at this shithole. Like, it was it was it was unbelievable. It was so funny. Um, but wait, dude, new segment, maybe mean tweets, blue collar bangles. Uh, that is what, uh, that's what Frav films just said. Maybe a new segment alert. That would be, <laughs> that, that, that could be funny. Um, I could just, that, that'd probably be good for the, the recap show. Cause it's always the, you get the most shit, you know, during or right after the game, depending on the result. Um, one time I had somebody tell me that I had nothing but skyline chili pumping through my veins and I was going to die by 50. Right. Um, that's, that was a good one. That's a great um, way to die. Somebody said. 
Somebody said um, that they wish my parents never oh. met so the world didn't have to see my face. It was good. It was good stuff. It's it's interesting to see how people are on. Like, I've been shot at, right? Like, I've dealt with that stuff. But, like, like <laughs> the amount of, like, people that threaten to kill me, like, come after my family and stuff in the DMs is, like, it is astounding that these people are able to type out and hit send on some of the shit I get. <laughs> and I just laugh because it's like, okay, come. I mean, you're not going to props to typing this though. So yeah, if you show up, you're going to leave in a box. Yeah, yeah, and that's beside the point. Like, okay, come try it. But uh, absolutely, dude. I don't know. So I, I obviously we can sit here and shoot the shit and, and talk mean tweets all, all day. Um, from, from a, from a football standpoint, um, this is, it's, it's just a game. I think we just gotta watch, you know what I mean? I don't like, I have nothing left to say about the matchup. I I just think it's the, the team that this is going to sound idiotic. The team that shows up and plays better is going to win. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, it's two teams just that that are in, Similar situations, you know, kind of fighting for their lives down to their backup, which is going to come. I think it's going to come down to the ground game, man. Turnovers and running game. And that's as cliche as I guess it can get. But that's how I really, really feel it's going to be. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Um, do you I mean, it's it's we're almost at 40 minutes. It's a little shorter than we typically go. But do you want to do predictions? Do you have anything else before I sign us up? I got a great score prediction, but I want you to go first because I want to see if you come up with the same. Okay, one. I think that this game is going to be like Bengals win. I'm predicting. Uh, I think it's going to be like 21-17. It's going to come down to us having the ball last uh, and uh, hitting tight ends, hitting Hudson, hitting Boyd, maybe a long one to T or uh, Jamar and getting set up uh, for Evan McPherson's leg to win the game for us. I'm going 24-20 Bengals. Um, I don't think it's going to come down to the gun, but I think that the Bengals probably force a couple field goals. Um, They hit a couple money Mac. Barely missed that 57-yarder last week and then was perfect after that, including the game winner. So he's going to hit his stride. So I'm going 24-20. Cincinnati Bengals get a big win and keep the playoff hopes alive. Now, if you guys were tuned into the show, we completely appreciate it. We appreciate all your comments. Hopefully the likes, I can't see that in real time. So hopefully that they're there. Um, Share it with your friends. Do your thing. Help us grow this thing out. We're going to continue to assassinate your ears with our dumb voices. I love that's good. Yeah. Assassinate ears. Like it, subscribe it, share it so that somebody picks us up and builds us a nice studio so we can sit next to each other and assassinate your ears for the, for the foreseeable future. Please do. All I got left is a big old hoot. Hootay!